Hi everyone. Welcome to another episode of Explore and Engage with Anam. If this is your first time listening to my podcast, I want to thank you for checking out my podcast and for listening. I hope you'll continue to listen to future episodes as well. And for those who have listened to my podcast before, I want to thank you for your continued support. Please also connect with me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Parler, LinkedIn. And don't forget to visit my website, www.tossifanam.net. In addition to creating content for podcasts, I also have an active blog on my website and also a growing list of opinions on policy issues and other current affairs that I wrote that were published in various newspapers in America. Please check those out as well. I welcome your comments. We are already in the month of August and in fact we are right in the middle of August. It feels that time has flown by really fast. The year started, it all seemed great and then the pandemic came. Things moved like a whirlwind. Lots of things changed, lots. One of the things that changed during this pandemic is that many people started to invest in the stock market. People who had no interest in the market, who had no knowledge about stock trading, no experience doing so, suddenly started exploring stocks, bonds and options and much more. What's fascinating is that a lot of these new stock traders or investors are millennials. CNBC has an article dated April 27th of 2020 discussing the surge of millennials in the stock market during the pandemic. Online trading platforms saw a rise in demand as more and more people decided to start trading stocks. This was largely driven by the fact that stock prices fell a lot when the coronavirus pandemic started. And as a result, a lot of young folks with no previous experience of stock trading entered the market. They wanted to take advantage of the the low stock prices. Also, what facilitated that is the fact that many were working from home, saving time, um, otherwise spent commuting to work, etc., which opened up a lot of free time to do other things, including stock trading. If there is a demand, there is no shortage of supply of applications to help in the trading of stocks. Anyone who pays attention to business news would certainly know that younger folks have been using investing apps like Robinhood to get their feet wet in the sea of investment. According to a news report, Robinhood, the app, saw a record number of deposits in the first quarter of 2020, with daily trades up 300% when compared to late 2019. People want to make money. We all need money. And over the last few decades, we have seen new and creative ways of making money. People make money on YouTube, on TikTok. Well, TikTok's been in the news a lot. 
and many other ways using technology. People can even make money playing video games. These may be surprising news to a lot of people, but the younger generation has information on and knowledge about many ways to grow the size of your wallet or uh, should I say the size of your bank account. There are people who make thousands and thousands of dollars uh, making dance videos on TikTok. And can you, can you believe that? It's true. So back to investing. Investing in stocks is not new. But the way people invest and manage their investments from an app on their phones, that process has evolved a lot. With almost everyone having access to smartphones and with new and easily downloadable investing apps, people are taking advantage of these latest tools to trade in the market. There's always a hook, a hook that catches people's attention, driving them towards the course of action. For many in this market over the last few months, one of the biggest hooks that drew younger folks into the stock market has been none other than Tesla. Yes, Tesla, the, the electric car manufacturer. It's not just an ordinary company. It's a, it has a very strong fan following. There are people so loyal to Tesla, they won't drive any other car. It is not inexpensive, but at the same time, it is affordable for many. You see a lot of Teslas on the road. I, I see a lot of them on the road. Minimalist design, very neat, very nice looking cars. And the appeal of driving an electric vehicle has drawn many younger people towards Tesla vehicles. The co-founder and CEO of Tesla, Elon Musk, has a strong fan following. If you look at the top 20 or 30 or 40 wealthiest CEOs, they are all very talented and successful. But in the eyes of many, especially the younger generation, Elon Musk stands out. People love Elon Musk. He's not just making cars, but he's a very forward-looking and innovative person. He can see the future, and that's why he dreams about taking people to Mars. And because he dreams, he works towards turning his dreams to reality, which then inspires a lot of other people who want to be just like Elon. An engineer by training, Elon Musk grew up in South Africa, lived in Canada, and now lives in the United States. He's growing his business and reaching new heights. In May of this year, SpaceX, a company owned by Elon Musk, launched American astronauts into space. And the astronauts have also safely returned after visiting the International Space Station. Musk also reportedly told SpaceX employees in June that its Starship rocket is the top priority now. For those who may not know this already, well, if you're paying attention to space-related news like I often do, then you probably know this already. 
The Starship rocket aims to take human beings back to the moon and also help human beings land on Mars. People are fascinated by Tesla, by SpaceX and by Elon Musk. So buying of Tesla stocks is in 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 a way an expression of love, of admiration, of complete trust that people feel towards Elon Musk and all that he does in the field of science and technology. For many Americans, buying a Tesla stock is like getting a membership to a club that they want to be a part of. Of course, if you buy stocks in a company, that's part ownership. It's a share of that company. But in the case of Tesla, it's more than just traditional stock purchase. It's almost and I say that for many people, but not everyone, it's almost like a badge that shows that you are connected to an organization that is located on Earth and is a physical company, but it's more than that. It's almost like being a part of a science fiction that's getting closer to being real. For the expert traders out there who buy and sell stocks by analyzing numbers and data, tracking charts, and figuring out various percentages and ratios, this may all sound strange. But for the 20-some-year-olds or 30-some-year-olds who are excited by the thoughts of futuristic cars and are fascinated by the prospects of spaceships and reaching into the depths of space and following Elon Musk's lead to uncover hidden secrets in nature using science and technology, a Tesla stock is more than a simple stock. And although I must add that Tesla and SpaceX are separate entities and SpaceX is not publicly traded, but still both have Elon's name attached. And many ambitious young traders, when they buy a Tesla share, they are really buying Elon Musk's company's share, whatever name it may bear. And why wouldn't they? Tesla is now worth anywhere from 250 to $300 billion in market cap. In June of 2010, at the time of Tesla's initial public offering, the stock price was at $17, and now, last week, it closed at approximately $1,650. Tesla just recently announced a stock split that's also driving up the price due to a, a, a rise in demand. Tesla is not the only company to do so. Apple just announced a stock split too and there may be other companies that do the same. At a time when new investors are flocking into the market, stock splits of such major companies will help fuel the passion that these new traders bring to the stock market. Not all of these new traders have the skills. They are not necessarily the experts. Some may be doing a lot of reading and 
following Fox Business or CNBC to listen to the analysts and perhaps some may be learning the jargon of the market but most I believe simply are driven by passion but everyone wants to make money well maybe not everyone but most people would not say no to money even if you lead a simple life and don't have the desire for expensive things but you still need money for your daily necessities If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. Number 1, it's free. Number 2, there's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Number 3, Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcast and many more. Number 4, You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. And finally, it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. It is a n c h o r.fm. At the height of the pandemic when states and local government entities were ordering lockdowns and people were suffering from economic uncertainty the market provided the much needed opportunity for many Americans who had never tried investing in stocks before to make some money and people jumped right in especially when people saw stocks like Tesla and Apple going up in price companies that young millennials know about and uh, are attracted to naturally they jumped right in and joined the race to prosperity that actually explains something very important about america that there are opportunities for everyone but there's no guarantee of success no one anywhere can guarantee success success is a complex equation with too many variables hard work timing efficiency and more and obviously some luck too but what's important is that people have opportunities whether you have a few hundred dollars or thousands or millions you have opportunities including opportunities in the world of investment the economy over the last few months has been very challenging for americans but it's not because the economy itself was bad in fact just prior to the start of the pandemic we had record high employment and the economy was doing great across many major indicators america was doing great perhaps the greatest in years and even as we recover from the pandemic the market is quickly bouncing back to where it was at its peak the dow is almost at 28000 
as of the recording of this podcast episode. And many expect the Dow Jones Industrial Average to reach its highest ever peak of 29,500 and some soon. We are not too far from the peak. Given the lockdown, the pandemic, and the geopolitical tension, and much more, the market is doing fairly well during these challenging times. And that tells me that consumers and investors have great confidence in the Trump administration and the overall direction of our country. Many Americans understand that this pandemic was a major blow to the economy. But the financial engines are still strong and that explains why the stock market is doing so well. Investors have the confidence that we would soon recover and be on full speed heading towards prosperity. Now of course there will be cynics and skeptics and that's okay. I'm not saying I'm 100% correct but these are my observation and analysis. And being skeptical is not bad. It leads to a cautious approach to something like investing in stocks. I would hope that most new investors would be cautiously optimistic. We may be very optimistic by nature in general or we may not. But even for the most optimistic people, there are situations, circumstances that are difficult. And we enter a difficult phase in life, things may look very grim as it possibly looks for a lot of people who have been deeply affected by the pandemic. People find ways to deal with the pain and suffering. People find ways to deal with loss. Some uh, resort to alcohol, some abuse drugs. But there's always a way to channel the pent-up energy into something positive. People can use their free time rather than being frustrated and upset. Can, they can spend time painting, writing or reading or gardening, spending more time with children, spending time with spouse, exercising, praying, cooking. And there are so many other ways, including learning to trade stocks. It's not just about making money, well that's certainly a big part of it, but it's also about learning something new. People have choices. They can either use their free time consuming, being melancholy, or they can spend it on learning something new, to do something great, to make some money. I know millennials who are doing just that, making the best use of this opportunity, of this market to make money, to learn new skills. Maybe a lot of young folks are going to find that this may be a greater opportunity. It could be a career. It could be a new direction in life. Share with me your thoughts on this episode. Share with me your experience during the pandemic. Are you trading stocks or are you completely keeping yourself locked away from the stock market? When do you think this economy will completely recover? How soon 
do you think we will reach record employment levels again? Tell me what topic I should do my next podcast episode on. I would love to hear from you. Any thoughts, anything you want to share with me, send me a message. Find me on social media. Thank you once again for listening. Join me again next time on Explore and Engage with Anam.